0: I think this may be the greatest battle that parents face every day, prying devices out of our kids' hands. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today, we're continuing our conversation about screen time, And today, we're going to really get into how to break screen time battles. Hi, this is It's Going to Be Okay with Dr. Roseanne, and I'm Dr. Roseanne. If you're new to me, go to drroseanne.com forward slash group and join our amazing parenting group that talks all about natural solutions, because guess what? We need some help. And things are not easy. And today we're continuing our conversation about managing screen time. We're talking about stopping screen time battles. I think this really is one of the greatest battles of all time. And we get kind of uppity and cranky about it. But you know, if you're like me, you've got your device with you at all times. I hope I, ha- I have it on you, not disturb, but it's really hard to break from technology today when it's gotten so awesome and portable and. You know, these are smartphones. I paid more for my phone than my home computer. I mean, hello. Then we go through them quicker than our shoes, right? So let's dive in. Let's talk about how to manage it. In the last episode, we talked about the impact of mental health, and there actually are some pros and cons, and you should go back and listen to this. But let's just talk about having structure and routine around a device. This is incredibly important. So, You can't just give your kid a device and then say, hey, sure, I want you to use it and then get totally uppity and irritated with them after 30 minutes thinking they should know what it is. We have time blindness. We have all kinds of things. Number one, you're going to have clear and consistent rules. These are things that are pre-negotiated. Don't have the expectation just because I said so and all of that. That's over. We need to show our kids what boundaries are. We need to show them what they need to achieve. And you need to use technology. If you're like me, I use Gryphon, G-R-Y-P-H-O-N. There are other devices. I'm not, you know, there's no affiliate link here. But I use technology to limit my screen time. So my kids know what it is. Um, The device, what it does for me, gives them a budget of Wi-Fi. And they only get a certain amount. And when it's over, it's over. You know, my kids have to do certain activities that they come to me already in advance, already thinking, uh, Mom, I'm going to take the garbage out. Mom, I'm going to weed whack. Mom, I'm going to do all those things that I'm not going to do. And they're going to say, can I get 20 extra minutes or 30 extra minutes? They now even have a sense of what it is. I'm not saying this was not a bumpy entry, right? This really was very tough for us to do. And you really have to have that clear, consistent, and then have backup activities where they can earn more. I do not believe anything should be given to kids. I think everything is earned our kids get everything. And it's really easy to fall into that trap. And they need to know they need to work for certain things. That is a critical factor in stopping screen time battles and for getting kids to be more independent. We have to get our kids moving and have another activity ready. So if you are expecting your kids to magically... We learned this in the pandemic... If you are thinking they're just magically going to, you know, when I was a kid, I was riding my bike and playing kick the can and, you know, true story. until you heard Philomena yelling and you moved your butt, and she's going to come after you with a wooden spoon as every Italian mother should. But kids don't necessarily know when this becomes the primary thing. These devices are replacing play. That's part of what's happening. That's part of why kids are spending so many hours and it's really easy. So always have activities ready. Be clear about it. I like to put them on a list. You know, my kids, I just they're used to lists. I like to see things. So I'm like, here are your options. And then they work through them and they're independent about it and they check it off. And, you know, that's just what it is. Now, do they ever try to scam you? Of course, but you know, that's why you get a spot check so they know. So We already talked about in the previous episode, you want to really look at engaged technology uses versus passive scrolling. Passive scrolling is associated with increased mental health issues, anxiety and depression, uh, other issues. And then engaged technology where they're playing with their friends is actually associated with positive mental health. And it is what it is. So make sure the technology you're using that it's meaningful that they are playing with other kids. That's okay for them to make friends that way. So you're going to role model technology usage, right? So a real eye-opener for me was a number of years ago, I was on a beautiful vacation and we would go away all the time, like every few weeks. And we were on a trip and I had to do work on my smartphone and my then whatever, how old he was, eight year olds, whatever he was seven or eight years old, drew a picture of me with my cell phone in my hand. <laughs> and, you know, I always justified, Hey, this is how we do these things and how mommy's able to work a little and, you know, have fun. And it was like, okay, cause it is the truth. Now, if you've heard me tell the story, I was listening to music because wherever I am, I'm going to be listening to music. If you're following me and my stories, you're going to be pop hearing my Neurotastic has its own music. So excited. So our supplement line. So just role model good usage and put your darn phone down when you are talking to your kid. You're going to schedule screen-free time for the whole family. Yeah, I know. It's not fun. But you have to do. You do have to do it. And that's part of the role modeling process. And you have to stick to it. Yeah. honor your word. right? When you're frustrated with your kids, whisper, you know, be clear about it. Because we use on, we just turn off the device. Yeah. When, when Pa comes over and we want Max to come down because he's ignoring us, you just turn off the device. You <laughs> literally hear feet move. And in the old days, kid man, um, now he just opens the door and says, I'll be right down. So, you know, over time and consistency, you're not yelling, you're being clear about it. You're, you're honoring your ingredients. They're honoring theirs. That's important. Is this you? Homework struggles, short attention spans, calls from the school, a snarky attitude. But what if there was a simple, tasty way to help? Meet Neurotastic Multimag Brain Formula. This delicious elixir fuels young minds, promotes calmness and concentration. Put the joy back into your family life and learning with Neurotastic. Go to drroseann.com forward slash magnesium. That's d-r-r-o-s-e-a-n-n.com forward slash magnesium to get on our wait list for the Neurotastic early founders specials that you'll just never see again. That's drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium. So stop your guilt. I think one of the things that people feel really bad about is letting their kids on devices at all. And you think it's terrible. And, you know, we didn't do that. Yeah, we didn't do that because like I had Atari, you know, which my brother would have beaten me up if I tried to get on when he was on it. So we didn't have access. So how do you manage this? And then if you have a younger child, still make sure they're playing. We need visual motor. We need social engagement. We need, you know, reciprocal play and all that. We need to know as a teenager how to, you know, talk on the phone because they don't. How do we keep up a real world life component and integrate it in? That is not an easy answer, but again, making sure your kids are doing other things, having the structure in place so that this isn't so much of an argument. Um, also recognizing that kids who have anxiety, depression, ADD, anybody who has issues with executive functioning is going to have a level of time blindness around the media. And you want to make sure that you are being very clear in advance. If there has to be some kind of warning, you could, I ask my teenager... And my now 12 years old, almost 13 year old, to set timers on their own when they were younger, I would help them with that. And it's a great way for them to help have the sense and a pace and just making sure that that you know appropriate usage, you don't have to feel terrible about this usage unless there's a real conflict around it, unless it's hours and hours and hours, unless there is an avoidance, right? They're avoiding connecting with others. Then you need to probably get some professional help. And that's okay. Nobody ever regrets getting help. They only regret when they don't. So through, I have lots of blogs on this. I have lots of information. You know, just get started. And, you know, just because your kid isn't doing this doesn't mean they can't. And you can't just look for your magic wand and wish it away. You got to take action. And I have every hope that you can. Parenting is hard and there are many ups and downs and who knew we would be a device manager, but we are and we can be an awesome one when we set healthy boundaries and re-role model the right way to use our devices, which is becoming increasingly hard. But just know it's going to be okay when you take one step towards natural solutions.